0: Welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your host, Dave Plazic. I'm joined this week by Brian Pepe and Patrick Cullen. We are less one Douglas Stannard. He had Douglas. some things to attend to, so just the three of us this week. We got a we got a little show here with some quick topics. Nothing nothing extravagant, no fun games, no crazy off the wall ideas. We will have Pat recapping the baseball draft prepare to take a nap we will be i'm sure it'll be a, enlightening
1: <laughs> uh, i need doug because doug is our number two in uh mlb baseball draft and i i don't know how much he really knows like maybe read a mock draft but i just like that he asked me questions and i'm pretty sure it's just to get me going to piss you guys off but i i still enjoy it so it's doug, doug okay. we miss you
0: or i miss okay. you Pretty sure that's exactly what he was doing on last episode. It's okay. I'm good with that. Which, I just hear I...
2: like Charlie Brown's teacher on Pat talks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I Can I just say that the last 10 minutes of last week's episode was just something special?
2: It took everything in me to not wake my kids up while they were on a nap. Because <laughs> I was just cracking up in the
1: kitchen. I, me too. The, the funny thing is, I, I looked at my phone when the when we finished the draft, I was like, how is there 15 minutes left in the show? <laughs> I thought the same thing. We could really talk. Yeah.
0: Oh, we really did. So, all right, let's get into this. So I play, I'm going to start off with a fun fact. I have a good one this week. This is, again, from my, our good friends at Uber Facts. Uber Facts. They don't know the that they're good friends, but we're good friends. <laughs> yeah. It's only going one way, but that's okay. They just have the best facts. I really enjoy them. And actually, I do have to say that this past week, I found about seven really good facts. And I might read two off. Just because Mm. I have so many good ones and they're piling up. So anyway, did you know that human testicles have taste buds that can detect sweet flavors? That's not true.
2: (laughs) That can't be true. How did they determine that?
0: It's a fact. Dave, Uber, facts, point out... Uber Facts is not going to ruin their reputation by tweeting out something that's not true.
2: Snapple used to put fake things on the bottom of their caps. D- Dave, you really like fun facts and uh,
1: testicles <laughs> at the same time.
2: Yeah, that's two weeks in a row. Yeah. Of testicle facts. That's only two weeks, Fighting
1: in testicles, tasting...
2: <laughs> testicle <Stop>. taste buds. <laughs> testicle
0: okay. Taste buds. <laughs> I did like I mean, that the guys... It, did, I... it is interesting, though. One of my favorite things about the, the fun facts are, are the first comments. So this guy yeah. wrote, thank you. I look forward to my next wine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> that was that Sean was Masterson on Twitter. <laughs> that was a great That's one. Awesome. That's, That's a good great one.
2: The testicle taste bud thing that baffles me a little bit is when does it taste? <laughs> like where in the system? The endocrine system? Out, Pepe, one way to find out. I know. I'll be right back.
0: All right. So I just Googled it. And, of course, the first thing that says is apparently testicles have taste buds, so people are dipping their balls into sauce.
2: I mean, we've all done that. Right? I didn't know that there was like a taste bud so situation. So
0: the, the study found that humans have taste receptors in various parts of the body. These include the lungs, stomach, brain, and rectum. However, the study actually found that the taste buds are inside the testicles and not the skin. Therefore, much of what people are tasting is actually heavily dependent on smell.
2: Got it.
0: I'm even more confused now than I was when we started this.
2: No clue. That's kind of what I actually thought. No, you didn't.
1: Stop it. What do you but think? Real, you put some barbecue sauce on your balls, and all of a sudden you're gonna be like,
0: "Oh wow, I'm that's like, a little tangy." Oh, that tastes delicious.
2: <laughs> but it's not like you were like, "I." That's right. I knew it. I didn't want to say it out loud, but now that you're reading it, I it reaffirms my beliefs. Uh,
0: my no, balls no, are, no, my, are My beliefs.
2: You know what my beliefs raised.
1: were three minutes ago? Nothing. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't know about it. Now, when you say that, it's like. Can, Okay, let's go. Let's move right. on. I don't, I don't want to get into the Please, really uh, come back. intricacies of Paul uh, taste buds. I I just it I it,
0: huh. it got I didn't want it to be missed that my balls prefer sweet baby rays when it comes to a good it's barbecue a great product.
2: Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Why do we even? Why do people even sell the, anything
0: else? I, I don't
2: know. It's the one you when need. you go to the
0: barbecue section in the store, it should just be one giant section of sweet baby rays. Mm-hmm. Of just different sizes. Yep and flavors. Yep. That's it. 100%. There is a pineapple one I've always wanted to try. I feel like that'd be a nice product. I could product. see that
1: being good. I would try it. Yep.
0: All right. So we got a we got a, a small slew of topics here. We're going to hit on some baseball, talk about some baseball and then uh probably some baseball. And then after that, no, it's pretty much mostly about baseball. So we should talk about baseball. I guess we're just going to talk about baseball. I I don't know what the fuck else to talk about. Eh. Just got to talk about baseball. Let's talk about the baseball draft. Pat was really excited on the last show about the baseball draft. And I guarantee out of the three of us, he is the only person that watched it and followed it. So we're going to rely on him to do a little recap and we're going to cut him off. If it goes too long. What's Pat, the time on it? Tell us about the draft.
1: What yeah, happened? So uh, again, I'll, what I'll do is just give some winners and losers. It was an interesting draft day, 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 Pick two mock drafts were already screwed because the it was definitely a consensus one, two, um, and even to some extent three. It was whatever the the top pitcher was. Who went first? Who. So Spencer Tor Torkleton went first. Torkleton? Yeah. He's a third baseman is what they drafted him as, but in reality he's first baseman. He's a third baseman like Miggy was a third baseman. For he's a either. righty
2: too, right? And he's a he's righty.
1: Like, so that yeah. was the first, again, technically he was third base, but it's really the first uh, righty, first baseman to ever be drafted.
0: Let me ask and you this because won. I'm a lot more familiar with other sports drafts. When you're the number one pick in baseball, are you, I mean, because baseball is such a long road to the pros and there's so many things that could go wrong. Are you trying to draft like the most major league ready player no. Or just it, pure talent, most talented? Nope.
2: Best yeah. name. Best Spencer name.
0: Is it the Torquester. best
1: name? Potentially. So yeah. so the baseball draft is a little weird in this. Every draft pick comes with a value dollar amount. So like the first pick, let's say, is $8 million. And then the 33rd pick is $1 million. So you have a draft bonus. Everyone at the beginning of the draft has a draft bonus based on their picks of we've got and normally it's a 40 round but for the first 10 rounds you have a bonus of 10 million dollars or 15 right so sometimes the first pick is not even the best or most talented player and so and that's one of my losers the Orioles what what they did the the the, the safe in MLB ready pick was Spencer Tor- Torkelson for the Tigers right he's he Probably be a fast riser, probably will be up in a couple years. Good power hitting first baseman, high floor, and pretty high ceiling. So that, that one made sense, right? And that was, especially in this year with no, you can't watch college really. You know, they only got like 15 games in. There was almost no high school games. That made a ton of sense. So the second pick uh, was thought to be Austin Martin, who probably could be the argument for the most talented overall. Maybe a little lower floor, but probably a little higher ceiling than, than Torkelson. And the Orioles did not pick him, which everyone thought was going to happen. They went with Hessian Kirstad, outfielder out of Arkansas. So they're going some for mal- the best There's names. some mouthfuls yeah, right? in this, yeah. In yeah. this Seriously. draft. It, but the reason why they picked him is because that slot value, we'll say, is $7.5 I think they got him for $2 million less. He was still going to be a top 10 pick but he was kind of in that 8 through 11 range. So obviously they like him, but then what they did is saved money. So picks um, and, and I'll get to one of them but picks that could have been like borderline first round. you can get them in the third round because no one wants to draft them because if you draft and offer them slot money, they're gonna say no, right? I'll go another year of college or I'll go to high school or I'll go to college as a high schooler. So a lot of times people will take advantage of the pool money, and they'll pick a lesser player that they've already kind of agreed upon, and that lesser player they generally like a little more than everyone else, and they'll use that money to get better players later in the draft. So that's so no the, idea. Yeah, so it actually is a little. It's a little more strategy than. Strategery, right? you say. Yeah. So with that being said, my losers are the O's, Red Sox, and Braves. Ooh, the Red Sox! So, I, I heard, heard the that. Red Sox made a really strange first pick. Yes, they did. So, so, in in the reason why they're to to me they're the losers is because they made the three, in my opinion, worst first round picks. So the O's again, they just they could have got a bunch of talent. Great, right. they didn't draft. They had a two first round picks and a second second round pick. Right, the second overall second round pick, and they didn't draft a pitcher. Because that team is loaded with pitching, they have yeah. Dylan. But oh, that, oh wait, uh, no, wait. Uh, uh Zach Jim Palmer, Britton, Jim Palmer. Who, oh. uh, who who they have?
2: Jim Palmer. Uh, they had that guy. Who's, there was that kid? Who
1: is who the hell is their opening day star? Actually, it, it's J- John Means or what
0: was that? It. He's name? an all star. Yeah, but after that, it is. I like, feel bad for so the Orioles. They have, the histor- they, they have some history. They have a good fan base. They have a really nice park. Yeah. They cannot get their shit together. And I just, in a sense, I feel bad for them. They just seem no. to get worse every year.
1: And, and so the one thing I will say about their draft is they drafted, uh, and, and this was predominant, they drafted a bunch of college guys. They drafted a bunch of college hitters. So in one sense, it's probably not the worst thing, Because literally all three of those guys could be up in two years because that's how bad that team is. Let me ask Um, you this.
0: Yes. Do you draft hitters because they're safer and then in turn look to maybe swing them for major league proven pitching?
1: Uh, It's just a personal belief, but I've always believed the opposite. Because okay. pitching is – so so, I agree with some people's draft strategy, and especially in this draft because, again, there wasn't a lot of tape to go on. Is the, the safest pick is a college hitter because you've seen tape. They play every day. You kind of know what you're getting to an extent. It's the safest pick. It's also usually the lowest floor but the lowest ceiling because you kind of know what you're getting. So that's why I don't like what the O's did. Is because huh. they drafted three college hitters – They had that in in none of them. And they already have
0: Chris Davis, so they don't need more (laughs) offense.
1: Which is the point, right? One of them might be playing first base this year. (laughs) Like, it wouldn't even be inconceivable that they call a couple of these guys up because that's how bad the O's are. I really
0: like Chris Davis. Yeah. I really just,
2: man,
0: I liked him. That year he hit 50-something dogs. Like, he was just fun. He's a good dude. I don't know. Yeah, it amazes
2: bad. me how much Pat knows about. I'm impressed. Baseball, it really is impressive. But, yeah, but I would but love you're... to make fun of you, but I really can't right now because it's impressive <laughs> to watch.
1: But it, it's just a bunch of reading. It's not like I'm scouting these guys. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. Yeah, but you're into it, that's so you retaining it. That's why I it. have you. So the Red Sox picked New- Nick York, second baseman, out of Archbishop Mitty High School. So that that's it. a powerhouse. We all love it. Yep, M- Mitty High School sounds but, like a great place. But that was an odd pick because legitimately he could have went in potentially the fourth or the fifth round. It was and definitely. They picked him in the first. Yeah, they picked him wow. not only in the first; they picked him in like 17th. It, so what's the uh, rationale behind bloom.
2: that?
1: It, uh, Is uh, there a rationale? Yes. So definitely an underslot, and again, he knows even underslotting by half that amount that he's going to get a lot of money. Um, so I'll argue that their third round pick was actually better than their first.
2: Kind of and yeah
1: and obviously yes and obviously they like him so maybe they found a diamond in the rough i don't see it at all the Just gm is from everything. tampa bay too right like he's a sharp dude yeah. Bloom. yeah he's a sharp guy yeah so with, so the the thing that they did better than the Braves in my opinion is what they did is they did an underslot deal and they did pretty well in their next pick to an extent they got blaze jordan Third base what
0: the hell right is with now? these What's names? going on with the names? Big names. They're a bunch of... So they're not millennials. They are Gen Zs. Gen yeah, Zs. That's, that's so. what's going on here. F- fun names.
2: So it's not Blaze. It's
1: Blaze? Blaze. Well, yeah. Who knows?
0: Blaze um, was in the Wu-Tang. Yeah. But John Blaze. We all know so, him.
1: Apparently, Blaze Jordan, actually, a couple years ago, was supposed to be the next Bryce Harper. He was supposed to be the high school... One one, he's gonna go, can't miss guy. But as Dave was talking about last podcast, right? You have those kids that peak in high school, mm. and that's what happened to him. He peaked and he he did the same thing Harper did. The difference is Harper continued it. He peaked early and kept going. Blaze kind of tailed off, so the older he got. He wasn't as impressive. Obviously, he was still a third round pick, and he is an overslot. That's where they can pay him a third over round slot. to get because they I peaked went in sixth grade. Slot.
2: I was yeah. going to say I peaked in elementary I,
0: school. I probably peaked in like sixth, seventh. <laughs> I was a hell of a, a little league player. Let me tell you. Yeah. Did you know my first year in little league, I didn't get a hit. We played sixteen games, and I I've went. I've
2: seen you play softball. I believe that. But...
0: Over, listen, oh. pal. <laughs> I went over for four, o for five in every single game that season, and pretty much uh, cried almost every game. That sucks. And then, that and sucks. the off season, my dad bought one of the. It was like a long pole with like a ball on the end, and he would yeah. hold it, and I would just swing like two hundred times a a, get, uh, a day. Something crazy. We were just out there all the time to the point where I almost hated it. I came back the next year and I was the best hitter on the team.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. It that was is... yeah. Yeah,
0: that's I was cool the next Michael roadway. Jordan, like I had that drive.
2: It was that in the steroids?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except when I was uh, when I got to high school, I was five foot five, a hundred and nothing. So uh, making the baseball team wasn't exactly in the cards. You can make it now, though. I bet. Yeah, I should go back. I should try. Go back to back. high school. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, in it? hey, you can pitch for the O's. <laughs> I mean, if I get the right team, I got a better shot. Yeah. I would say.
1: The only other draft I didn't like was, unfortunately, my Atlanta Braves. They went kind of similar, just not as hardcore as the Red Sox. They went with a guy from uh, Wake Forest, Schuster. So he has a very nice last name. That's a solid Um, name. He had ERA uh, his freshman and sophomore year above six. So, and then he pitched four games as a junior. The, 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 hope is in, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I'm not looking at that too pumped. It um, <laughs> doesn't the, make you feel great. No. The, so the only good thing is he did have a good Cape Cod league, which uh, that is actually very important. And apparently wake forest kind of has like their own drive line. They're one of the first colleges to start this. So they have their own like mini driveline area. And he apparently did something with his hip turn, and now he's gained four miles per hour. So he has one of the best change-ups. That's all you got to do. Yeah, so that is it. Now, to me, that is – they probably could have – the problem with the Braves, just like the Red Sox, they lost a second-round pick. One was because they were cheating. The other ones because they signed Marcelo Zuna. Um, <laughs> so maybe they couldn't get him in the second round and they felt like they really wanted him in the first i think they lost out on one of the winners so real quick i know i don't want to go too much longer with uh baseball talk no i'm, please. Fa- I'm fascinated please. by
2: this actually you're
1: actually doing so, your, your, yes so those are my lo- so those are my losers for winners i actually there is one more loser rob manfred yeah. So, Rob Van Brede said, there's a 100% chance we are playing baseball. That's what he said that day. That's what he said. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll get to that later. He sucks. So, for winners, I, I mentioned Austin Martin out of Vanderbilt. He went to the Blue Jays number five overall. To me, that is the pick of the draft. I think he, it, again, he was projected to potentially go 1-1. when with the college season not happening, I think that's where he slid to 2. But then he goes now 5th. Last is. year he played 2nd base, 3rd base, uh, a little bit of 1st even. This year they were playing him at 3rd base, center field. He goes to a loaded Blue Jays team. And this is a college kid. I, that whether, whether he plays infield, outfield, like, they have got a very solid core with Bichette, Biggio, obviously Vladdy Jr., Nate Pearson. A lot is of so... kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of young second guys. generation.
1: And then they have Nate Pearson, who's one of the top top pitching prospects. Mm-hmm. And they're going to add this guy, arguably the best player in the draft. Like this, this was a that alone was kind of a home run for them.
2: Just sucks being an Orioles fan. You got to go against the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Rays, who are always good. Now the Blue Jays are going to kick the shit out of you for the and next and I, fifteen I years.
1: You you got the first pick last year, Ali Rutschman, who is regarded as probably one of the best catchers in a very long time. And there have been a couple good catchers. And then you could have paired him with another really high up and coming, and the lineup could have been uh Rutschman and Austin Martin for for ten years. Mm-hmm. And instead, they now they'll just they'll win seventy two games instead of sixty four,
2: and sell a lot of Cal Ripken shirts. If the season if is if the Cal season Ripken. is only eighty
0: nine games, winning seventy two is pretty pretty good. Pretty good. If, if the season's only
1: fifty games, I wonder if the Orioles win a game this year. Oof, oof. It's not. I saw their projected lineup. It's not good. It's Rio not good. Ruiz who was a Braves farmhand at one point, who would be like the fifth, third baseman for the Braves right now, is Bad the projected six-hitter for the oh Orioles. You God. know who's the fourth hitter?
0: Chris Davis. Davis. Yes, Chris yeah. Davis. Oh. Yeah. Guy you gotta got to put, like long... put the power not in the I'm to do I well. <laughs> like Chris Davis. Damn it.
1: Well, oh. believe me, he... thankfully he gets all the opportunities he wants. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was
0: it. You got anything else?
1: Oh, I got a couple more winners. <laughs> Padres. Uh, really testing drafted, yourself here, Colin. They drafted uh, Robert Hassel, uh, outfield, the highest prep outfield that was ranked. And they got Cole Wilcox. And this is the one of the guys that fell. He was like projected to be even as high as 18th. I saw him going a lot, 21st the Nationals. Being a homer, he was a Georgia pitcher. So I was kind of hoping when the Braves were there at 25, they'd pick him. He slid all the way to the third round, 80th pick overall. He was actually a first round pick out of high school that didn't sign. And I really like the Padres draft with Hassel and Wilcox. I think they got two first round, potentially two top 20 players in this draft. I'm just qu- quickly. Giants drafted Patrick Bailey of NC State, the top catcher. So I, I really think that's smart with him and Bart. They could potentially have two of the top 10 catchers for the next 10 years. Tampa drafted Nick Bitsko. This was the one I think the Braves were actually going for. <laughs> high, yeah, I know. But high schooler graduated as a ju- high, in high school as a junior, took extra classes. There was not much tape on him because no one was expecting him to even be in this draft because he graduated high school early. But the track man data was off the charts of how good his potential stuff could be. So I think he might end up being one of those guys we talked about for a very long time. Brewer's got garrett mitchell outfielder of ucla with the 20th overall pick the big thing about him is he has type 1 diabetes that kind of scared people off but he's kind of a, a five tool player and had a really good college career i think a lot of people some people like mlb.com am trapped as the eighth best prospect so i think a lot, i think he would have been higher if it wasn't for type 1 diabetes
0: but ben sheets had the diabetes right a, a decent amount of players. I know ben Adam Duval does. I'm pretty sure Ben Sheets actually had like the uh the insulin. Yep, machine. Adam Duval
1: does. Yeah.
0: Uh, or Adam Duval has type one diabetes, takes insulin every Interesting day. Interesting that that scared them off. I mean, I get that it's a serious condition, that takes some some work. But I mean, I I haven't known it to affect athleticism.
1: No, but I, I think right, just dealing with everything. But but the, um, even in an interview, Garrett Mitchell said that because he's been dealing it with it since he's been nine years old, he's been really
0: he's built his life around it and yeah. being an
1: athlete. So yep. I, I actually that's to your point. I think that's kind of good. My be cousin's very a type one path.
0: diabetic. He's been in, he's had to inject insulin since he was a kid. Yeah, he's
1: but just... but if you know how to manage it, yeah, um, you, you can you can be a normal person, right? Yeah. And then lastly, the A's drafted Tyler uh, Soderstrom, high school catcher, with a ton of potential. Uh, and they drafted him with the 26th Some pick. good catchers uh, in this
0: draft, huh? Yes.
1: It was actually really... Uh, and even uh, the Yankees took Austin Wells, catcher mm-hmm. out of Arizona. So I read that bought...
0: there wasn't any generational players in this draft, but it was pretty deep. Yep. accurate
1: i I would agree with that it was definitely college pitching was the best attribute of this draft and and college catchers And, and even to that point what you just said about this draft same thing with catchers there aren't a lot of generational patrick bailey and tyler soderstrom might be the two potential but there was a lot of there's a lot of guys who can definitely be major league players in this draft Right, it just might be your fourth starter, or your backup catcher, or fringe first catcher. As
0: always, I look forward to the guy that nobody thought was going to be that great end up being the next Mookie Betts. And I think in this draft,
1: like a Garrett Mitchell, like a Nick Bitsko, because you were... I wanted able... to be Nick Bitsko, let me tell yeah. you. I, I, yeah, I do, but it's going to make me sad because he was one pick away from, I believe, going to the Braves. I think that was their plan A, and he was picked one pick before. But I, I do think... To your point, this draft more than any other draft, because again, high school players a lot of times they pop, they're on the radar, and they pop up on their senior year. High school players didn't have a senior year; there was no senior year because of COVID.
0: So uh.
1: th- that's where you maybe didn't see those guys that take the next step, and that they. It, it, so you might have a third rounder that really would have been a top ten pick if we played this year. So I I think this draft more than any draft might be a really fun one to be like. Look how the top 10, only two of them panned out, and then in the fifth round, six of them panned out. Hmm. But we shall see. So that, that that's what I have on the track. I appreciate
2: that you kept it short. <laughs> that's what I appreciate. I also appreciate I, that I'm pretty I, positive I you made up at least half of the names. And we're not going to know. <laughs>
0: we're not going to know. Nick Bitsko, um, you're not pulling sun good. on me. That would have been really good. You should have. Yeah, I know. Oh, that was phenomenal. Boner no. Bonerson
2: went to the uh, Tampa Bay Rays in the fourth round. I thought he was a freshman uh, talent.
0: The sky's the limit for that kid. I, gotta, I tell you.
2: Yeah. If he could plug are,
0: a couple holes.
2: People are hard on Boner Bonerson.
0: Oh, my hey, God. <laughs> the kid could really stick Dog, it. Let me tell you? He could stick it. Dog. He could put the wood on no, it like you wouldn't nobody, believe. No, unbelievable. Right, Boner Bonerson, he's my pick. He's rock breakout, solid. Breakout he is start. rock
2: solid, that kid.
0: Oh. That kid, he plays hard. He He just plays plays hard.
2: He plays the game the right way. He plays it hard. Hard and loose. (laughs) That boner, (laughs) boner All
0: right, let's move on. Pat, excellent job on the recap. Really, really good job. I learned a bunch of stuff. I think that I've truthfully have never dug into a baseball draft before i've kind of just read some quips i know that like the mike trouts of the world were bat- were drafted 25th albert pujols was drafted in like the 437th round or something crazy i i'm always interested in those i'm always interested in what happens after mm. Re- fast forward a few years and see like holy shit that that nobody was talking about mookie bets and then all of a sudden some things clicked and he grew up a little bit and i was reading earlier today just for fun i was reading old mike trout scouting reports which was You know, you hate to be the guy that got it wrong, man, (laughs) but it was cool. I was also watching some video of him like hitting and his swing has come around quite a bit. I was watching Bryce Harper too, you know, plenty of talent, but also some work to be done. So let's move on. I got, I got a fun question for you guys. I was inspired today when I was, I was on Twitter looking desperately for sports stuff and I came across something. So I, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, there's always those players that you remember throughout the years of watching, watching baseball and, those guys that for a couple of seasons, two, three seasons, were just absolutely incredible. And if you look back and you say, wow, what would it have been like if they finished their career? So we have three guys for you. And I want to ask you, if you could pick one of them to see their entire career play out healthy, who would it be? And I'm going to start with Bo Jackson.
2: Oh That's a great start.
0: Grady Sizemore. Okay. Yep. Or Rich Harden. Which guy would you have loved to really see? And I know that Bo Jackson's really enticing because he was a dual sport That's athlete. It. But when you think about just baseball because Bo Jackson is, was arguably better at football. If you think about True. just baseball. Who? I'm going to start with you, Pat. Who would you like to see of those three have finished their whole career healthy?
1: So it's funny because when you floated this question, one of the reasons why I mentioned Jason Kipnis Is because I was thinking of Grady Sizemore. Rich Harden was really good. So I I think, and I would have liked, yeah, I would have liked to see Harden do more. I think, so for me, I'm actually going to go with Grady Sizemore. And I'm going to caveat that with I think the real answer has to be Bo Jackson. Because, I mean, he was still Hall of Famer, and, and imagine what he did if he just stuck the baseball. With that being said, I honestly didn't, growing up, when did he retire? I, I, I think it was, he retired probably after I was born, or, or I was like two or three. Pretty close. So, yeah. 90s, so I, yeah. I know of Bo Jackson, but I cannot appreciate Bo Jackson. But I do remember Grady Sizemore coming up, and I do remember him being one of the next guys. Maybe not 40-40, but... But 30-30, gold glove defense, five-tool player could kind of do it all. And it's what the Indians needed. He
0: was really mm-hmm. cute. The girls really liked him. And, and that's, that's why Pat that was, picks Greedy. Yeah, and that's man. why, yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was just so
1: sad. And, and it just seemed like every year he was having a comeback attempt. And every year he'd show you a flash in the pan. And every year he would get hurt. So yeah. that would be my pick.
0: Yeah, I – Bo Jackson was a stuff of legend. He really was. Yeah. I think it would have been really cool to see how his whole career play out. Uh, I can't think of a bigger tragedy personally than that injury that he sustained. However, I just want to throw some credit towards so Rich Harden was absolutely disgusting when yes, he, he was. was like when he, as soon as he was healthy for a stretch and he was settled in, absolutely unhittable and disgusting. So he's kind of like forgotten about because his career was so much shorter than these other guys. Because you take a Grady Sizemore, who ultimately, by the way, is going to be my pick as well, who had a, it from 2005 to 2008. He had a stretch of a 5.6 war, a 7.9 war, a 6.4, and a 7.4. The superstar level playing. Superstar level talent. That's generational. And that's all we got of him. Because the next yeah. year he played 106 games, and that's when he hurt his knees and he was done. He never yep. came back. It was like Bo Jackson. When Bo Jackson came back from his hip injury and you just saw a little flash here and there, Grady Sizemore came back with the Indians. Then he came back with the Red Sox. And it was like, what if? And I just feel so bad because we I feel with Grady we were just really cheated of a generational talent that we never got to see play out. So yeah, that's great. my pick. Pepe, I mean, what do you got? Great.
2: The answer's got to be Grady Sizemore. As much as I would love for it to be Bo Jackson, because like, it's Bo Jackson – just an icon of sports but grady sizemore was so freaking good there was a time where he was one of the best players in the game just obviously couldn't stay healthy he had some man but if you ever go to the baseball reference picture of him he looks like an utter goober it's like one of the worst pictures i've ever seen of anybody ever it looks like he's like holding a fart in when he's taking his picture but uh yeah and rich harden was very good he was filthy almost just overshadowed I think by the monster he never
0: like like Grady at least stretched three to four seasons together of just phenomenal top 10 play MVP caliber in a couple years Harden never quite got there actually Bo Jackson never did in baseball either so if we're using war as a barometer which you know war is not a complete way to rate somebody but it certainly gives you offers something you know uh Bo Jackson's best year was a 3.1 yeah. I think the allure of Bo is that it's the he was football, this baseball thing. giant freak of an athlete. He weighed two hundred and thirty pounds but could run like a gazelle. And he played football. Football was his better sport. Hmm. He so used to run up the outfield. He was just I mean, he was a guy that transcended sports. He was a big name that he was Michael Jordan esque in a way, but in a different way. And his thirty for thirty is my favorite thirty for thirty of all time.
2: I haven't watched I gotta watch that.
0: But, yeah, so I think, uh, for the most part, all three of us are in agreement. Yeah. Grady Sizemore? Yeah.
2: Grady Sizemore. Yeah, Though Bo Jackson has better crab cakes. He sells crab cakes now.
0: <laughs> he shoots a hell of an arrow, too, if you watch his 30 for 30. Interesting. That's a fun So, fact. speaking of legendary athletes, there's a, there's a new 30 for 30 out called The Long Gone Summer. And it's about Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. And I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but I am dying to watch it because... 1998 I was 17 years old I was as hardcore of a baseball fan as you can get and that was as fun of a year as I've watched that I remember It just stands out completely obviously Homer Red Sox winning the World Series is a big year and but that that year was something special you guys know me well enough I'm a big advocate of steroids I want all the steroids juice them up make them big make them huge Barry Bonds hell yeah He's a big dick bag, but man, <laughs> that guy on steroids was—it'll never be repeated. I'm—I'm I'm confident his hitting ability will never be repeated. But Sosa McGuire that year, tell me, what do you guys remember about the summer of '98? Pat, what do you remember?
1: So I was 10, and I was a big Cubbies fan because I. Wait, i mean what? i obviously i was a braves fan first and foremost but the cubs were on wgyn so a lot of times especially growing up as a kid i would watch cub games at one o'clock because they were day baseball right and it was on cable so for me it was great i'd watch cub games loved glenn allen hill sean dunkson uh mark Grace, and sammy sosa
0: so why did I... greg maddox go to the cubs just quick question He left
1: in 93, so actually I didn't even kind of correlate that, because by the time I really kind of knew baseball a little bit, was 94, Okay. and he went to the Braves in 93, so it was 88 to 92, but yeah, so I I mean, I loved, I liked the Cubs a lot, and so I was big on Sammy Sosa, right? I was rooting for him hard, right? Him having the cork bad and then kind of falling off the cliff made me very sad, and Basically turning white, almost. It just <laughs> it makes me sad that right. I remember Sammy as the ninety eight right fielder for the Chicago Cubs, chasing uh, Maris
0: and falling just short to. Uh, he had the hot Yeah. Sammy did. Sosa had yep, charisma. Yep. Yes, he did. Right, like it yep. made him really fun. His home run derbies were the stuff of legend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Remember the Houston one when and, he just and, and, pounded and five. What's that?
1: And, and cork, cork bats.
0: bats. I don't give a fuck. He entertained. I, yeah, he doesn't care about cork bats. I don't give a shit. Cork all the bats. Cork them all. No, I, I actually was uh, upset about that too, truthfully, Pat. I Steroids are fine. Everybody was kind of doing steroids, or at least most people were, it seemed. Cork bats is another thing. He was a phenomenal entertainer. Yeah. Just charisma and, and the little hop, and he just hit mammoth home runs. Here's a fun fact about McGuire, though. Mark McGuire averaged 50.4 home runs per 162 games during his career. That's nuts. Jesus. Because most of his years, he only played like 130 games. Yeah. Because he was hurt because he was taking steroids. The funny thing about steroids, (laughs) (laughs) I remember back then, too, it was funny is when he got nailed, it was like he had creatine in his locker. Creatine is still legal, by the way. I took creatine. It helps. It doesn't make you a 240-pound monster.
2: Dave's forehead looks normal. I just want to point that out <sighs> to everybody out there. Dave's forehead has not grown 12 sizes.
0: Mark McGuire, in his last four seasons, were with the Cardinals, and he had an 8.5 war. That was the year he had 70 home runs. He had a 470 on-base percentage that year, and a, a, a t- over north of 1,200 OBP. Followed by a 6, followed by 4.6, and then, of course, his last year. He still hit 29 home runs, by the way, in his final season.
1: Last four years, he had an 1100 OPS and a 180 OPS plus. Like, it is the steroid error, but the fact that you have 180 OPS plus means you're still extremely above average for the league at that time, which just shows how good he was. Do you remember who won the MVP in 98? I don't. No. Bonds? No, it was my boy Sosa. Oh, was it? So that was the little, yeah, because Maguire obviously hit 70, but
0: at least Sosa got the MVP that year. Yeah. So, yeah, I what was the shame about Maguire? 93 and 94. He had 27, 47 games played, followed by 104 and 130. And that was like you could tell the athletics were just saying, this guy's going to be hurt for the rest of his life. And the Cardinals the Cardos traded for him, and he went, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna just shoot some Deca and I'll show you guys exactly how it's done. <laughs> I'll be fine. I think
2: I think that guy got drafted in the fifth round of
0: of the MLB draft.
2: Deca <laughs> yeah, by the Rays. I think he was by the Rays. He was a, really a six round pick, but they reached.
0: So Sosa many. won the MVP in '98. Yeah, he had a 7.1 WAR that year. McGuire had a higher offensive rating, but oh. in 2001, Sammy Sosa had an epic year where he had a 9.9 WAR. Yeah, and I, I bet he didn't win the MVP. Probably not.
1: My guess is 2001 sounds like a Bonds MVP. <laughs> sounds like a Bonds year. Yeah. Let's see. So Barry Bonds in I 2001 searched, I hit 73 home runs. <laughs> so that was yeah. the year he had 73 home runs. Barry Bonds had a 515 on base percentage. When he stepped to the plate, he had a better chance of making getting on base than getting it out. He had a OPS plus of 259 a thirteen seventy nine OPS, and that was his first of four years in a row he won MVP. Do, do you know what so, the
2: worst part of Barry Bonds' career is? He didn't make it in our uh, in our draft last year.
0: I was oh, exactly what I he, was going to say.
2: You know, best player of all time. Pat, we Pat also Rillis. didn't
0: we also didn't draft Vlad Guerrero Junior, which I, yeah, I, I, I I know was surprised. you said that. You're the one that did it. Yeah, you were the one who picked Tony Gwynn. Vlad right. Guerrero Junior. He plays yeah, third base. No, game. Vlad Guerrero. Vlad Guerrero. Oh, so. Did I say junior? My bad. I yeah. meant Vlad Guerrero.
2: I stand
1: uh, by it. I, no, I and, and I stand by Pepe. Oh God, that hurt.
2: Wow, that's thank you so much. Can we when we do the recap at, at hundred episodes? I want that replayed at the beginning. Mm-hmm.
1: From two thousand one to two thousand four, Bonds had two hundred nine home runs. He had a five. 59 on base percentage in a four year period untouchable a 256 ops plus 284 intentional walks man, best player of all time man
0: period. untouchable no Can't respect for
2: him. jeff kent no respect for jeff kent
0: you know like none. Have
2: respect for jeff kent no yeah thoughts. he had a great
0: mustache
2: yeah yeah he did yeah he did
0: my yeah. memory from 1998 was I was a strapping young 17-year-old boy just coming into his own. I was five foot eleven and 150 pounds, soaking wet, and I had acne and felt just great about myself. And uh, the Sosa McGuire was a nice distraction for me because I certainly <laughs> wasn't dating all that much. So uh, thank you, Sammy and Mac. <laughs> you got me through my junior year of high school. Then next year. <laughs>
2: They started smoking
0: that's what no i was a smoker then but that's when it really started to inf- affect uh, me because i really kicked it off
2: that's up. when D started smoking he was watching sammy Sosa, and mark mcguire
0: my best years was when i was in my early 20s and i would go to the gym for like two hours and work out and then leave and light up as soon as i got in my car Dude.
1: oh man hey that sounds horrible someone
2: Yeah, yeah someone want to spot me <laughs> I'm gonna go in the olive garden next. I'm I'm gonna do that voice forever. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite voice from Alan. I can't wait to go to bed tonight and be like, Good night, honey. I'll see you, see you in the morning.
0: <laughs> She's gonna say, Why do you sound like Dave when he smoked?
2: Why do you sound like uh why do you sound like a phone sex worker?
0: <sighs> she hits you. <laughs> Sosa said Maguire reminds me of when baseball was good. Unlike yeah. now, when yeah. the, the players and the owners just can't get along and they can't figure. So besides the fact that the current GM of baseball is the worst, baseball will survive this. People mm-hmm. like are not going to forget about baseball. They're not going to stop watching baseball. You're going to lose a lot of, the, as they've been so popularly termed, the pink hat generation, right? The Pat Collins of the world are not walking away from baseball.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know if I 100% agree with that. No. uh, Unfortunately, you are right. Like as mad as I am, I'm not walking away. You hate it when I'm right. (laughs) And you are right on this. Like I'm not walking away, and and I literally get mad because they're everyone's being a d bag. And honestly, like the fans are the ones that are losing the most. Mm -hmm. And it's not even. They say, "Oh, do it for the fans." Oh, shut up! It's a business, but no this has gone way too far the fans have lost the most and it's petty versus petty and i was 50 50 in in the way manford's been i'm it's two thirds owners now one third players i I don't like when people defend the players like they're doing nothing Mm -hmm. like they're completely innocent because i don't think that's true no one's bargaining in good faith there's no, it, it's literally, this is what we think, this is what we think. So we're going to make this outrageous offer that's not even close, so you can't even counter. So our counter is just going to be an outrageous offer that's not even close, so you can't counter. Yep. So no one's bargaining in good faith. No one gives a shit about the fans. The, the players are mad because they can't get full prorated because they agreed to it in March, even though there's a side note in there saying if there are no fans. Well, tell you what, I got a 10% pay cut. I'm not happy about it, but that's life. It sucks. A friend like, of mine got a 30% pay
0: cut temporarily because you know of, people... of COVID. Yeah. You know what a lot of people got? Fire. They got axed.
1: <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't even have a job right now because of COVID. So I get, and, and I know you're saying pro rated, so you're only made, if you play half the games, you only get half your salary. Well, you're an entertainer. If a band a band can't play, they're mm-hmm. not going to pay them half the ticket concessions sure. or feel bit double the money the next time. So, do I think they should get what the owners offered? I personally was very in favor of a scale where the upper echelon get hit a little more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now the owners went a little overboard. My scale would have been more of a anyone making like two million or less get a hundred percent of their prorated pay. And anyone making more than $2, two million would have got like 80, 85% of their pay. Which I Can still I just think, say, been,
0: real quick. So yes. it's easy to, to hear that and say, you know, so a player's going to get $2 million bucks. like That's fucking nuts. You know, they shouldn't be whining about anything. If I were given that opportunity, I, I would love to know how I would actually feel. Like, so if you're a backup player, a bench player, or, or you know, one of the league minimum guys, but you made the majors, you're doing pretty well. How do you look at that for life? Do you like so I'm getting paid two million, but then a cut goes to my agent and then it goes to taxes and then this goes to here and then at the end of the day it's probably like I don't know what one point three million, we'll just say. One point two million. It's gotta be so hard to not blow that on a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like the smart thing would be to say, you know what? Baseball is not guaranteed. Sports are not guaranteed. I could get a devastating injury next year. I'm a contract, a year-to-year player for the most part by contract. I should take a lot of this and invest it and just take a little bit and have live somewhat comfortably. Um, even though the baseball life is rough, you're traveling a lot. It's hard to have a family. All these things, right? I can't say I'd do that. I'd be like, oh, I got fucking one point two million dollars. I don't know, buy this so car. so. Uh, Sorry I, I, to I, derail uh, you on that, but I always no
1: I, no no no. When in, salaries in, get thrown around, it's... In, in in a little bit. That's fair, right? Because the reality is, baseball players make good money, but you're you have a anywhere between a one to 15, 20 year career that you're trying to live off for the rest of your life. So in some mm-hmm. sense, that's true. In other sense, if you're spending it on dumb shit, that's on you. You have more than enough money to. Put yourself in a good position and be a financial. You can pay for a financial advisor and all that. So I don't feel that bad. But the reason why I argue is it's COVID. It's COVID, COVID, COVID. I don't want to take a 10% pay cut. I didn't get my raise this year, right? I busted my ass. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get it. I'm mad. I don't like it. I'm definitely hurting financially because of it. And my plans are going down the tank. But what am I going to do? Who am I going to get mad at? Mm -hmm. I'm mad at some potentially... Possibly some guy who ate a bat. I don't like him if that's the case.
0: <laughs> that person. If I see whoever him, Agent I Zero will, is,
2: fuck yeah. that guy. Some exactly. guy who
0: ate a bat. There <laughs> you have it, folks. The biggest <laughs> pandemic of our lifetime broken yeah. uh, just. If, if that's how it really happened, I don't like that person at you
2: all. Yeah, the man can that's wax fair. poetically for thirty minutes about the the third round pick of the Rays, and then he's talking about some guy that ate a bat.
0: I love He it. just no, he just great. dumbed down yeah. the biggest pandemic of our generation yeah. down to just one simple little incident. Right at a point, yeah. man ate a bat. <laughs> so so that's the players' side, but the owners are n-
1: not even close to innocent. And Manfred is just a he's totally he is... one
2: sided. In this whole thing, he's one sided.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. it's bad. Exactly. He's egotistical. He's narcissistic. He's wait, am I talking about the president? No. Hold on. No, uh, we're talking about Roger Goodell. You could almost. Ex- yeah, we're we're talking about people in positions of power, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, yeah, honestly, um, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's too bad, because, yeah, like it, Pat said, it, the fans are losing.
1: But 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 not only that, they also had an opportunity. They really did. They could have came out of. We're having baseball July Fourth. We're going to have a 90 game, do some different things around here. They could have came to an agreement. The owners suck because they don't want to lose money and they're not a willing to give a little bit. The players, to an extent, suck too. But in Manfred, he's that gift with everything on fire and the caption of it's fine. Yeah,
2: everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah,
1: that that's him. Uh, everything's fine even though it's a complete dumpster fire
2: i think it's all a bunch of theatrics to be completely honest with you and it's they're just waiting and waiting and waiting and then manfred's gonna institute a 50 game season and be oh, done with it because did, did, did you... you know in the last time he's actually talked to tony clark a week ago how has it been a week since you've talked to the other it... side
1: and you know what? Tony Clark sucks too. He does. Because t- Tony Clark's doing the same thing. But, Agreed. I'll, and I'm not the biggest Trevor Bauer fan, but have you guys seen his Twitter? So great. Yeah, I, I follow Trevor Bauer. Called, he called out Manfred perfectly. Mm-hmm. So what Pepe's saying is exactly right. And the problem is, and this is why you know it's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, God, I know I hate this. Exactly right. Exactly right. Because the MLBPA and Rob Manfred's statements are 100% getting ready for a grievance. That's all they're doing. They're both positioning themselves to not bargaining in good faith. We're doing everything we can, blah, blah, blah. It's 100% getting ready for the grievance that's going to come. And what Manfred's doing is he doesn't want to start the season because it's supposed to be a good faith to get as many games in as possible. But if he starts the season and it's prorated because they won't negotiate, then it's going to be like a 70-game season. So he's got to stall and, like, bauer said he's probably gonna stall for another till june 28th and june 28th plus spring training plus all this would be about 54 games because you can't make it obvious and do 50 bauer called him out beautifully mm-hmm. if you read it and it makes all the sense of the world he's a must he just, it, it, he he did again i don't he's not my favorite person of all time but like that was gold and he basically called out manfred said you're stalling to make a shortened season like pepe said and you're just going to implement the 50 game. But it's sad. They had a – now they're going to be fighting against the NBA, mm-hmm. and a casual, casual fan would have watched baseball in the beginning of July. Nothing is better than fireworks, 4th of July, and baseball. And now it's not. And uh, it's just it's, – and, and you know what, too? We're, we're not going to get a season. We're going to get a shortened season this year, and we're not going to get a season in 2022.
2: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: It, it's not looking good at all. And I, there's nothing. This was a pandemic, and they couldn't even agree on a little bit.
0: Guy ate a bat. (laughs) bat,
2: I do think Day's right, though. I do think in the end it's going to be fine. I just don't see people just the casual fans going to walk away. Maybe this year, but give it a year. And we it, love I mean, sports, man. It's gonna it's, ha- it's you're just... gonna have something to watch. You gotta watch something.
1: So my argument, I guess, when I say that is me basically almost assuming that a strike is gonna happen in 2022. I got you. So I think if, it's,
2: if, it's if the, the strike happens, that'll be a problem. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. And the Expos are gonna lose out on their chance to go to the playoffs again. Maybe
2: bring the Expos damn it. back. God, maybe damn we bring it. the Expos back. But they had such a great opportunity to do. You know, you have a shortened season. Let's say they do 70, 80 games. They could have mic'd up the players. They could have did whatever the fuck they wanted. There's so much they could have did the home run derby do. for extra innings. Who cares? It's the shortened season. Who cares? It doesn't matter.
0: They could they could have tried some things. That's when you experiment. Yeah. That's when you say, you know right. what, we're gonna throw some shit out there and see what sticks.
1: Yep. Right. The, the problem is is the owners don't want to pay a full prorated, which I do understand. But again, I think you could have made it work with paying right the lesser players their full pro rate and then the higher players still a very good amount and the other thing is they are scared to death to play past mid-october they do yeah. not want to and if you look on mlb trade rumors something just came out again where that they're saying that you don't want to play baseball in october and i get it there could like absolutely regular be a season you mean? With COVID
2: oh because of covid Basically i got anything. you Right? Yes, A- you, got you, got you.
1: They want the season to end at worst when it normally does. The postseason.
2: Because the postseason is sometime in sometime November, yeah.
0: This what? year sucks. It does. Yeah. so dumb.
2: At some point, it's not worth it. At some point. Because yeah. Yeah, 50 games, I, I guess it's it'll be fine. I mean, it is what it is. I'll still watch it. I'll still be excited when the Yankees win the I whole know. series.
1: I'll tell you right now, right? I thought about this. A team, so I, I, my opinion is a team that can hit a lot of home runs and has a good bullpen will be very well set up for fifty games. Absolutely, it, it is the again. I don't like it because I wish my team sucked. Because this is the year you want your team to suck. The year it's the year yeah, of the Orioles.
2: The year of the Orioles.
1: The Nationals were nineteen and thirty-one after fifty games. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't even made the sixteen-team
0: playoff, and now now anyone can make it.
1: So that's true. So that, I'm going to be honest kind of with
0: you guys. Plays. I'm more pissed off about the basketball season right now because they were so close already to the playoffs. Ben I was Kyrie really excited the about the Celtics. I was really excited. I mean, they had an uphill battle decline, to climb, but the emergence of Jason Tatum post all-star break, phenomenal Jalen Brown. I love that guy. Not to like go on a big basketball tangent, but I was really upset about the basketball season. I don't I know agree. where it ends up, but God,
2: it's not that. looking good.
0: No, it's not. It's 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 tough. This is just... All of this is really hard. There's so many
2: things. And in the middle of everything, there's murder hornets that no one's talking about. No one's talking about the murder hornets. Uh, that's
0: old news, man. We're... It's still... A,
2: they're still out there. There's you a lot of bad them. things
0: going Who caught Can the
2: murder we... hornets? Nobody. They're still out there. Nobody knows. The world knows. is
0: just a bad place right now, it's man. Good. It's not good. It's not good. No. speaking of good. good. There's a lot going on. I just wanted to see Jason Tatum just dominate in the playoffs yeah I just
1: want to see Ronald lacunha put up a 40 40 if he puts up I a 4040
2: this 77 yeah. dude if he puts a 40 40 this two years from year from now. I'll kiss you on the mouth all
0: right <laughs> I, I I decline you're welcome
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <sighs> well we don't know. know what's gonna happen but I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna end this show on a final question and say that in the worst case scenario, football doesn't happen, baseball doesn't happen, basketball doesn't happen, hockey doesn't happen because it's pretty much the same thing. What do you watch? What becomes your sport? Is it is it NASCAR?
2: I can't watch NASCAR. I can't do it. I've tried.
0: What ha- what NAS- else happens? NASCAR do, you, do you spend, time with, <laughs> yeah. do you spend yeah, time with your
2: family? Yeah.
1: Do you spend time with your family? You do house stuff. I'm doing so much house stuff. Me I've too. done Which so much nice. gardening. Yeah. Not doing gardening, but I am doing not yet at least. I'm cutting um, trees now. That's what I'm doing. For, I'm for, for me, I would probably get a little more into soccer again. I I've been into soccer, but um
0: What about golf? No, can't. I agree. I played so, golf the other day. I was awful, but it was really know... nice to like be out there. Oh, i like playing
2: golf. playing golf. Yes. And I'm awful, Watching but I like golf. playing. Golf. No. Yes, yeah. agreed.
1: I will say this though, soccer can be fun, and I know people get bored. I like by the it. World Cup. Yeah, yes. I it, think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, my my thing is when when a team scores a goal, a lot of times the amount of work that went into that goal, I think is underrated. So for an extreme casual fan that just turns it on and waits two minutes and goes, oh, there's not enough scoring. The appreciation is all the build up to get that goal.
0: The hey best, baseball. the guys, best, fucking figure it out.
2: The best sporting event I've ever been to was when me and Sam were in Europe for the Euro tournament, and we were in France and we went to this big pavilion with all the other French people, except for like four Turkish guys, because France was playing Turkey. I've never seen it. I've never heard anything that loud or raucous or fun. I've never experienced anything like it, ever.
0: Those four Turkish know. guys are brave.
2: They had like fireworks. They're shooting off fucking fireworks in the front of the screen and they were getting beat. It was unbelievable. I never said like, it. but I'm That's not going to watch world. soccer. I'm just not going to watch it. I just can't.
0: Yeah. Well, that was my question is like, so these don't come back is what, what becomes of life? Oh, they'll come back.
2: You know what I watched no, the Pat, other day?
0: Fantasize me, me for a second. You know what I watched
2: the other day? on Humor, YouTube?
1: Not David.
2: Marble racing. <laughs> if you guys don't watch that, it's so what? stupid, but the production value That these people put into marble races. I watched the Marble Olympics. There's 16 events, and Sam walked. My wife walked by. And was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And it was the high jump for marbles. I watched it for 15 straight minutes. So like people
0: flick them to like how does this work? It's
2: literally there's a track. You drop it's it's almost all mechanized. The marble goes down and it shoots up and there's a bar and if the marble makes it over the bar, they move the bar up a centimeter. And they keep doing it. And the best part of the entire thing, not going to go on in a long time, but the best part is the announcer. The announcer is like Bob Costas for Marble Racing. He like knows all the <laughs> stats. He reads it all off. He knows what each who each marble is. Each marble is on a team. So there's like the cat eyes. And then there's each cat eye has a name. It's it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And but this the, is
0: better than soccer.
2: Yes, 100%. There's a crowd of marbles that have each one is labeled per country. It's unbelievable. That's it 15 minutes. I mean, it was, it's, it's stupid. Amazing. It's so stupid, but it, I've been watching is great.
0: season four, Rick and Morty. That's, yes. that's my jam right now. Yes, it is. Best animated show ever made. I don't yeah, care what anybody says. Don't at me. Nobody does at me.
2: I agree with you. I hate to agree but, with you, but I agree.
0: At the MA Sports Pod. Yeah, MA well, Sports do Pod on Twitter. Do at us. Please at us. Yeah, Tell we me. Got a, what are you going to say? We got a
1: like. We right. got a like from a random person. Good job, nice Pat. Nice job,
2: Pat. You really did. Pat.
1: I, was, I was killing it on Twitter. Proud. I was very proud of myself for that one.
2: <laughs> on Rick and Morty, though, I've never seen a show where every season is just as good, if not better, than the previous one. And every episode, every episode, there's not every episode. Awesome, Pat. Have you watched it at all?
1: Not really, and I know it's good.
2: Oh, you gotta watch it. It's so great. It's so smart. There's so many great callbacks, or you know, however they. You know how you get immediately
0: get somebody to not want to watch something? You tell them you gotta watch it.
1: Oh, I not him. No, every show I've ever given to me. Most
0: people, most people. If you're like, no, "No, no, you gotta watch it. What are you doing?
1: Legit, anytime Pepe, like 90% of the time Pepe says a show, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. The, the thing is, Megan will watch, Mo, like me and Megan watch shows together generally. And the only time we don't is when I'm doing something like this and she's watching some trash TV. But the problem is, the few times she goes to bed, I'm always like, oh man. She doesn't go to bed watch... often, huh? No, she does. Wait, but you what? said the few times she goes oh, to bed. Oh, yeah. The, the few times she goes Someone's to bed. it has got
0: to take care of the kids.
1: Yeah, the few times she goes to bed before me, and we don't, oh, I, I can watch so many things, right? I can play video games. Yep. 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> to, I, I still have not watched the last Star Wars. Like,
2: I'm legitimately Ooh.
1: mad at myself. Eh. And I know, uh, w- w- what's that, uh, The uh, w- what's the one with the, the show with Boba Fett? What's the show? Yeah, isn't there, the Min- Mandalorian?
2: Oh, yeah. Mandalorian. Mandalorian's
1: good. Yeah. I tried watching the first episode. And I fell asleep.
0: I, but I yeah. thought it was
1: really good when yeah, it's I was good. awake.
2: Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: It's tough. I'm living in that world right now. It's it's actually it's 10 p.m. Eastern time, and I am up past my bedtime. I do it for you yeah. guys. You do. I just, you do. I just Thank get you. to see your faces. I just started Ozark now. You get to now. see my face now. I
2: started Ozark. I'm, I'm in on Ozark. good. Phenomenal. Very, very good yeah. so far.
0: Season four, one's incredible. Episodes? Season two is mind-blowing. Season three is good.
2: Oh, so it takes a dip there. Yeah, in my I,
0: opinion.
2: Just to promote one show that Dave told me I had to watch. It's, it's not to slow.
0: say that season three is... I think, it started, is, I think it started off slow. Season two is so good. It. it is so, so excited. good. It's just really hard to just... I think the expectations were so high. Yeah. Season three is very good. There's The show is phenomenal. The cast of character is amazing. The actor, acting is awesome. Highly recommend
2: just to promote a show that Dave told me I had to watch, that I did watch. This is the second show. Ozark's the second show that you told me I had to watch. But if you haven't watched if you have Hulu and you haven't watched Dave, that show is Dave kept telling me about it. He's like, Oh, you
0: gotta watch it. It's a great show of all time. You gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. I was like I always every time I recommend up. it, it's the greatest show of all time. He does. And <laughs> I, I was think. like,
2: and I really, I truly in my soul wanted to hate it. So I watched the first episode, I got halfway through, I'm like, this show kind of sucks. And Sam's like, I like it. And I'm like, no, it sucks. And uh, we got to the end of it, and I was like, no, that's really good. Shit. I got to tell him it's good. It's about the rapper
0: Lil Dicky. It's so funny. He's he's a genius, man. He's a genius. It's one of the
2: funniest shows I've seen in a long time. It's really, really good.
0: That's where he's going to make his mark. His rap is pretty good. Like, overall, he's a very talented guy. I don't think... It's not as memorable as some other rappers. I, I he's good, but that show just shows his brilliance. Like he's a brilliant oh, yeah. dude. he's just yeah, really pro. good. Just very, very good. Well, oh. I
2: think we went through this whole episode. We didn't talk about the Yankees cheating.
0: Yeah, we had. You know, it's just they're a bunch that. of cheating fucks. Cheating fucks. Fuck they're all you, cheating guys. fucks. Fucking Fuck Yankees, you, Red Sox, Yankees. Astros. You're all cheating fucks. And on that note, follow us on Twitter at MA Sports Pod. I don't care if you cheat anymore. Just give me baseball. Just
2: give me baseball. Cheat all the time. Cheat. I don't care. Please
0: cheat. Steroids, bang trash, take. I don't care care if Bob Costas says, and the Astros are calling for a curveball right here. Don't care. Just anything. Just play the game, guys. Yes. That's middle aged sports spectacular. We're asking, please, please, please bring back baseball. We need something. We're taking a hard stance. Fill the stands with stuffed animals. It's all we care about: That'd unicorns and hippopotamuses.
2: All right, yeah, cool, cool. Email us. <laughs> yeah, at middle- yeah. That's okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave Pluzek, and I like hippopotamuses and unicorns <laughs> and more Pino Grigio. <laughs> hey, don't for- don't forget the breadsticks. And the bre- oh, they're flowing. The breadsticks are flowing.
1: Maybe we should get uh. Pepe, aka Dave's uh, sex voice, to uh, broadcast a game. I never want go. that to be
2: my AKA. If that's my <laughs> AKA, I've got a problem. And things have gone wrong.
0: Well, Pepe, I want to tell you something. you got a problem with well, that. a 3 have 2 count,
2: and here comes Mookie Bucks.
0: <laughs> also known as Dave's sex voice. Dave's <laughs> sex voice. Guys, we got to get out of here. Why that's is every sad, show ending like this? Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I think I mentioned it, but just in case, follow us on MA Sport, uh, follow us on Twitter at MA Sports Pod, and or email us at Middle Aged Sports A G E D. We missed Doug you, this week. If you want us to talk about something, please
2: just email tell us. We're running out of shit to talk about.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just there's nothing. There's nothing left. Yeah. Uh, Somebody, you know. like, what the hell's going on? Uh, like, we're
1: we're next next week's episode is probably going to be about the Korean baseball league. Mm-hmm.
2: Which Pat can talk about for forty-five minutes.
0: I will have to do some research, but if that's what's Straight. needed, then I will uh, step up. Tune in next week for Pat's recap of the Korean baseball league,
2: <laughs> where he we breaks down listeners. the don't top we want, players. We want listeners,
1: right? Though, don't we? Casey Kelly's in that league.
2: Oh I joy! No how he's doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good, Casey Kelly, great. I'm excited. He's supposed to
0: be the next big thing. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. You have a good night. <laughs>